You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I've tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH-balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by Artshine, a Canadian mobile art company. They bring art to you. Whether that's in a school, retirement home, or company team building, Artshine does it all. They're offering our listeners a special code for their monthly subscription art kits, Artshine in a Box. These art kits are a great way to bring art to your home during COVID-19. Each kit is safely mailed directly to your home and includes a new project, special art medium, and a link to a video tutorial. Use code TLC10 for 10% off any 3, 6, 9, or 12-month subscription. Log on to www.artshine.ca and bring your children the gift of art right in time for back to school. You're listening to The Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Hi guys, welcome back. Um, okay, so we have, like we said, Josephine. Uh, we wanted, we don't want to mess up her last name. At at Lurie, is that it? Yeah, you got it. We had to ask her beforehand because Ryan's freaking out that he's going to see her wrong. Um, okay, Boy, the name is a big thing. At Lurie, yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. By the end of it, you're going to be like Josephine. It Lurie. No, I'm not going to mess it up. And 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 Josephine and I have an agreement that if I mess her last name up, she starts calling me Brian. Everything's good. Fair. I think that's fair. Um, so Josephine, do you want to do a little self-promotion, just a little blurb about who you are, what you're all about, um, so people can kind of get the 411 before we get into it? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Josephine Atlery. I am a mom of five kids living out in Los Angeles. I'm a meditation teacher and I help people basically overcome adversity to find joy, which is what I did in my own life through my journey through infertility. 
which involved IVF, an international adoption, and surrogacy. That's amazing. You have five. You have five kids, right? Yep. That's incredible. <laughs> um, and you, you're in LA, so you're far. You're super far. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just feel like it's just so far. It's weird. Sometimes I, I don't know. I get in my own head where I'm like on the phone with somebody, literally across the country. Like it's crazy. Yeah. yeah it doesn't Whatever. feel like it. It doesn't. It's no. three hours behind us, so it's it's early for you. It's bedtime for us. Ooh. Yeah. Are, what are your kids doing? They are, they are, well, one's doing, now everything's on Zoom. So one's doing a guitar lesson on Zoom. Another one is playing video games. My little ones are eating dinner without me. So there's just, there are a whole bunch of them doing different things. I feel like this is like a testament to how much Zen you're going to bring because there are zero screams in the background. There's so quiet. Like if our kids were awake, you would think that we're playing Jumon. Josephine, are you in like a soundproof room? <laughs> I wish. Super jealous. <laughs> I, I know that we're going to talk about meditation and all that fun stuff today, but maybe we'll do a whole segment on how do you get your kids to not bug you while you're in the middle of a podcast <laughs> so you don't have to do it at nine o'clock at night. Bribery. It's bribery. Now, Josephine, <laughs> I don't know how often you listen to our podcast, but every guest that we have, we do a segment called I Love You and You're Annoying. <laughs> and you have a spouse and five children. So I have a feeling this is going to be an easy topic for you. So we'll start <laughs> off by asking you in the last little while, especially considering we're in the midst, still in the midst of COVID, a little bit different here in Canada than it is in, in LA. Things are opening up. Things are opening up. Yeah, we're doing well. Nice. What does your spouse do that you love but annoys the hell out of him? Not even love. Well, you love him. You love him, but you don't like what they do. Yeah, like yeah. what do you, you love him, but he's annoying. We'd love to hear the annoying part. Yeah, so he is extremely smart and just very analytical and straightforward. Mm -hmm. And so whenever I vent to him, and most recently it was just, I think yesterday about something, he always responds with a very analytical response Mm -hmm. and it's really level-headed. And when I reflect back on it, it's great. I mean, it's makes sense, but at the time it pisses the hell out of me because I just want him to say, I I totally get how you're feeling. I want him to be my girlfriend and acknowledge my feelings and be on my side. Instead, he's giving me this like very rational like solution and it pisses the hell out of me. I hate this. I hate No, let this. me speak. Honestly, this no. whole time Ryan is shaking his head, <laughs> bowing his head because I cannot tell you Ryan is the same way and it's so annoying. Like sometimes <laughs> it, it, it just happened to us. Like it literally just happened to us. And I was like, listen, I actually don't give a shit about what you're trying to like come out of this conversation. I just want you to be like, babe, I get that you're upset and this person's an ass and like, it's okay. Like, absolutely. Yes, Instead, he's exactly. like, this is how you can resolve. Here are the steps. And I'm like, <laughs> I totally feel you on this. Ryan, you've known Josephine, your, your spouse sounds like a lovely, oh, lovely yeah. person. <laughs> and from one man to another, I think all we're trying to do is we try to solve problems. And when a problem comes to us, we assume that a problem's coming to us because you want us to fix it. I told him, I said, so now on, when I want to vent, I'm going to like, before I vent, I'm going to say, listen, before I say anything, I do not want any advice on how to fix this. I just want you to listen. 
nod your head and agree <laughs> agree with what I'm saying. <laughs> I think that's a good solution, actually, to have that disclaimer. Yes. But you have to remind them every time. I think. Disclaimer. Josephine, yeah. you're very much recreated in your I love you and you're annoying to a point <laughs> that I have a feeling when this podcast is over, we're going to take that. Feeling connected. We're going to sidebar that conversation and go right back into it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, this is a really good segue on how to calm down when your spouse is driving you nuts. No. Um, so, do you want to let us know about some of the – like I think you said you offer some free classes um, online, right? Yeah, I was doing that over the summer. Uh, I was offering like a weekly class, but now um, it's still strict out here in LA. And with my four-year-olds, I decided like a fool to homeschool them. So (laughs) those free classes had to be put on hold. For sure, for sure. <laughs> oh goodness! I so, um, but I do have some free video meditations online that people can follow. They're really short; they're around ten minutes, and they're really great intros, especially if you're new and haven't done it before and want to give it a shot. Could you give us like just a very quick rundown on a simple, like maybe like a. Oh, who, what, when, where, why. So like when you should meditate, how, what works for you. Just like, honestly, I'm so new to meditation. I feel like my meditation consists of like the three minutes I get to have my coffee before my children are um, biting my ankles. Mm -hmm. So I like that is the extent of meditation for me. So I'm very green in that area. Yeah, no, that's a great way to put it actually. So all you need is like you said, you were actually had it you a couple of minutes you know it doesn't have to be extensively long you can do it anywhere so while you're sitting there with your coffee in the kitchen before the kids come and attack you you can just close your eyes and then just breathe all you need is a point of focus whether that's just your breath uh, watching it as it goes in and out or you can have a little mantra that sort of grounds you into the moment of like i am calm or my favorite is be here now. And you're just saying that silently to yourself. And really, it doesn't have to be a big production. It doesn't have to, you don't have to have the Zen location or anything like that. And all it is, is just being present in the moment and tuning into yourself for just a little bit so that when you get out of it, you're just coming from a more like refreshed place. Right. I like that idea that it doesn't have to be a production because I think that's the biggest intimidation factor when I think about meditation. I'm like, I don't know when I would have the time to do that. Um, yeah. But I like that you said, um, like, be here now. Because I think that it's very important to like, every once in a while, I'll try to like be in the present because I think especially for a mom, I know for parents or for dads as well. Um, but coming from my personal experience as a mom, I find that my brain is like, I don't know, weeks ahead of like the current time. Like I'll be thinking about things that I don't need to be thinking about all simultaneously and it's overwhelming. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. 
The sick day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The get well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the turmeric daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the turmeric daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks? What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. And remember, only use as directed. Well, right, because we have to juggle so much as parents, especially many of us who are still under quarantine, you know, we're doing everything in the household. And I mean, that's that's how we're able to exist by thinking of all the things that have to happen in the future. But when you do that, it can create a lot of anxiety and stress because you're trying to think about things that haven't happened yet. So Um, Exactly. And so you're trying to think of all these different solutions, but it hasn't happened. And so it takes you away from the, the peacefulness of the present moment. And then one other thing to add to kind of like that quick guide on how to meditate. Mm -hmm. Another uh, misconception is that 
people think you're supposed to empty your mind, but it's not going to happen. You'll have moments of it and it's going to be like kind of like a roller coaster where you'll one moment you'll be completely free of thoughts and it'll be fantastic. And then all of a sudden you remember, oh my gosh, I have to, I have to pay that bill or I have to talk to so-and-so's teacher and then you're out of it. So just to be gentle with yourself is one key. And then remembering that you're going to have thoughts, but the whole point is to practice coming back to that, to that still moment, Mm -hmm. because that's what happens in life, right? We get distracted as parents, as people. And then we have to find a way to bring ourselves back into that moment of whatever it is that we're doing, whether we're with our kids, whether we're with our spouse or doing work, we have to find a way to get back. And by practicing meditation, you're actually practicing how to do that in real life. Now, we're going to get into the benefits of meditation. And I think that most people have a preconceived notion of what meditation is and what the benefits are of meditation. We're going to get into that. But before we do get into that, I'm really interested because I know that in the U.S., kids go back to school a little bit earlier than they do here in Canada. This week is the first week that our kids are going back to school. Kid, Our child is going back to school. And I can tell you that the stress level in our house leading up to this week has been absolutely out of control bonkers. (laughs) My question for you that I think every mother and every father would like to ask you real quick is how do you go from 90 to zero? 90? I'm like at 120. How do you go from 120 <laughs> to zero and just keep yourself together? And I'm, I'm going to assume there's some sort of technique that allows us to do that. And that's all I'm really doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a lot of breathing right now. Well, my kids started school two weeks ago. The older ones are all remote, so they're still at home. And then, like I mentioned before, my little ones, I'm homeschooling. So with that, um, I have to just like take a lot of mental breaks mm-hmm. for it. And But I can't I can't go off and, and do that. Like I can't go to my room and, yeah. and go meditate full on. I have to do it while I'm there. So for example, I have to tell them, okay, it's playtime, but while they're playing, I'm sitting there and I'm doing some deep breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. And that's really what kind of helps me, you know, I have anxiety. And so it helps kind of bring me back to my center place right. because the slow breathing kind of, it, it essentially it moves you from a state of stress into a state of calm. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if for me, I need to figure out like I, I could get that. Say you're stressed out and you're homeschooling or you're doing an activity or whatever it is and things are getting out of hand. There's lots of stress. And you say like, go play. I think my um, situation for me where I'm trying to figure out how to become a calmer mom is like, so our daughter, she's six and she has the attitude of a 16 year old. So <laughs> like it's beyond. I am at this place right now where I'm really struggling with allowing her to feel her feelings, right? Like she's allowed to have her emotions. I don't want to, um, you know, downplay the fact that she's angry or upset or whatever it is, but I need to balance that with not allowing her to be so disrespectful. So like mm. I'm, I'm just trying, and then I usually end up snapping because I don't want her to think that my kindness and my patience is replacing my 
like I'm saying you're allowed to treat me this way. You're allowed to speak me. Like, do you know what I mean? And so I find myself like snapping and and it's in those moments where I literally go and hide. Like Ryan, Ryan texted me the other day and I was like, I am hiding in the basement. Like (laughs) I needed to get away. The kids were screaming. They were like, mom's not here. Because Ryan works upstairs. And I'm like, I I have to because it's not good for them. It's not good for me if I just blow up. Yeah, I hear you. Can I do a spoiler alert? Yes. (laughs) Um, If you tell me it gets worse, like I don't know what to say right now. (laughs) Okay, maybe I won't do spoilers. (laughs) No, I was just going to say that same situation is what I go through with my um, soon-to-be 14-year-old. And... um, you know, it just, but at each age, it's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And really what they're trying to do is, well, they're expressing their emotions. And it's so hard to respond in a calm way. I get that. Even as a meditation teacher, I still have, I, you know, I'll be honest, I have my moments where I just lose it. And no amount of breathing is going to get me right. to like, to that really calm place. I do like to show in the moment when it isn't that heated, I'll pick my battles, mm-hmm. but show that, you know, I'm not, I'm allowing everything that they're saying to kind of like float over me mm-hmm. and I'll stand there and I'll just deep breathe with them or not with them, but in front of them to show them ki- kind of how to model their own behavior of when they get frustrated and it irritates the hell out of, especially the 13 year old, cause he knows what I'm doing <laughs> and I don't. And now I've realized that that pisses him off. So it's my way of like kind of getting back at him yeah. for whatever it is that he's demanding TikTok, his phone, whatever it is. And so I'll just stand there and I'll breathe and, <laughs> And it gives me so much pleasure. Uh, But with the little ones, you know, like my four-year-olds, that happens too. And I've been trying a lot lately to do this thing where I say that I'm acknowledging their feelings or Mm -hmm. state that, oh, you seem like you're really frustrated and then kind of go from there. But it's tough. I mean, you have to practice it every day. And some days are easier than others for sure. So what you're saying is there's not actually anything that goes from 120 to zero. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Like, is there no pill? Like, can I just take something? Yeah, because we're struggling so hard right now. We're having fun. And when the days are over, we look at each other and be like, oh, our kids are amazing. <laughs> and that's how I almost feel like we have these small moments of like meditation when the kids are asleep. Yeah, we're trying to look. Then we like reflect back, and we're like, "Wow, we're so lucky. We're so hashtag blessed that they're (laughs) sleeping and they're not being psychopaths." We just want to know how to do that when they're awake. Yeah, like is there (laughs) something that we can practice, or or are there kid meditation techniques that we can try to give? Well, they've started doing it. like in kindergarten, they introduce it as being mindful. And I, you know, I ask my four-year-olds to take deep breaths when they're crying Mm -hmm. and it's hard for them, but, you know, I tell them that that will help them to stop crying if they can just take a deep breath. They actually already are when they're like really crying really hard. They're doing those big gasping breaths, but all they need to do is just sort of slow down. So what makes it fun if you want to try with your kids is to do it with them. (laughs) So if you just sit with your six-year-old, you can sit, they can sit next to you and then you can start off by just like asking them to give themselves a hug, you know, and you're squeezing. 
like a hug and then you're just sitting there. You can even rock like back and forth, side to side. And that kind of slows them down. And then as they start to just feel, get into the moment, then you can ask them to just start doing like little breaths Mm -hmm. and, and then we can, you can start to count them and then you can take turns counting. Like you will count for four seconds, their breath, and then you ask them to count for four seconds, your breath. And then it also ends up becoming a game, but in the process, you're having them slow down Mm -hmm. and you're taking them out of everything else that was happening Mm -hmm. and allowing them to be in the present moment. And that's, that's like, when, you know, magic happens. Yeah. So for me, for me, Josephine, I'll, I'll be completely transparent with you. When I hear meditation, I think of yoga. When I think of yoga, I think of my thoughts go like 100 miles a minute. I can't relax. I can't step away. I can't break free. I can't get into this, what you call the Zen-like statement Yoga for me and, and meditation for me is like running. I'm just not interested in it because I don't think I can do it. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's very common. I mean, and I'll be honest, that's how I started because I consider myself really type A and I used to be a consultant. I used to be have my own event planning company. So I was constantly thinking about all the future things for my clients and... So I was never really in the present moment. And so when this was suggested to me like many years back, I thought there's absolutely no way that I can do this because like you said, I I just, there are too many thoughts in my head. I'm not going to be able to turn them off. And, And then, you know, my friend just kept pushing. So I tried a nap. And what was great about that was that it was guided for me. Oh my God, I thought you said nap. So I tried a nap and I was like, oh my God, that's the key. An app, okay. Uh, yeah, perfect. I tried an app, and it was great because it it helped me out, kind of like what I was supposed to be doing. I think that's a part of that's one reason why people don't want to try it. They don't know what they're going to be doing. They don't think that they can do it. Mm-hmm. But one way that I really like to, because of my own experience with it, the way I like to teach it is using like different components of meditation. So you don't necessarily have to do meditation, but what you're using is a strategy that is actually a part of meditation. So for example, in your case, Ryan, I would do breathing techniques so that that's kind of like your gateway into it because it in that moment, you know how you switch really quickly? Yes, I that moment. <laughs> so if you just, if you need to even take a physical step back from the situation and then just start counting your breath. Count it for four seconds and then hold your breath for four seconds and then exhale for four seconds and then count your breath again for four seconds. You, well, you're one, you're removing yourself from the situation so you can't think about whatever pissed you off. And then second, you are slowing down your breath, which when you get really like fuel fired up and stressed out, your breath gets fast, your heartbeat starts racing, you get sweaty, you know, all these things of that fight or flight response, which is that's what's happening, right? And if you slow down the breath, you're telling your mind right away that you are not in a state of stress, you are not in this like fight or flight situation, and that you instead need to be going into this state of relaxation. And so your breath 
that slowness of it and that pace, that's what switches your mind. And that's what will get you to, to, to dial down a bit. And then you do it for however long you need to. You don't have to stand there with your eyes closed. You can be looking at whoever it is that triggered you. You, you can just, just be there. Staring at the kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, daddy's going to blow up. <laughs> you can close your eyes and go away. <laughs> that means so scary. Um, no, that's, and, that's a good idea. Yeah, and then you kind of walk back to the situation if you need to physically walk back to it and you you're you know you're a little bit less fired up than you were before mm-hmm. and you can then respond in a better in a, in a more positive way in a more mindful way because you're not as as stressed out you're not as fired up as when you were just a couple seconds ago so give that a try because you know I get that meditation isn't for everyone mm-hmm. and but Breathing, you know, slowing down our breath, that's used in many different things. Like that's used with um, like when you're preparing for labor, they're showing you different breathing techniques with that. And, you know, when you're like when you're in an airplane and all this stuff, you need to like they give you the air mask, right? Because it's really important to help like calm you down by breathing in oxygen and slowing down that response in your brain. So, you know, you can try it out the next time and then. And you don't necessarily have to do the whole meditation thing. I'll be you honest with you, you Josephine. <laughs> I've I've actually caught myself numerous times in a day actually just holding my breath. The op- the complete opposite. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, do I hold my I hold my breath all the time. <laughs> I don't think it's healthy. Right. And Josephine, we've done a lot of talking about kids, and our kids are you know they're back to school. Things are he- are hectic. Things are crazy. All that fun stuff, but. That sometimes trickles out when the kids go to bed and filters into our relationship. What kind of advice do you have for couples? And particularly, since COVID has been what it is and people are stuck at home with each other, is there any kind of techniques or anything that you would suggest that couples do, either together or separate, that can help them kind of, I don't know, clean the air up a little bit? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So in the beginning, when we didn't really know what was happening with COVID, we didn't, my husband and I didn't really, we were just trying to survive. We thought it would be a sprint. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't, we didn't really talk to each other. We were so busy doing work in the afternoons and morning. And then in the evening dealing with the kiddos that by the end of the night, we were just exhausted. And so after about a month or two, I realized, oh my God, even though I'm stuck in the house with my husband, I feel like even more distant than when COVID started. And so we decided to return back to like we had a weekly date night where we actually went out, but this time it would have to be inside the house. And so we were okay with the fact that once the little ones were asleep and thank God they go to sleep at like a decent time, like an early time that in the evening on that Saturday night, in the beginning it was just movie nights in our room or, or, you know, whatever, just talking. Um, Once things started to open up, then then we were able to like drive out for takeout and like call upon my mom to come over and like watch the kids while we, we drove out to get takeout. So it would be like a car ride where we could actually go out or else we would do, <clears throat> excuse me, we would do 
like a walk around the neighborhood. And so just a moment in time in the week where we can actually reconnect Mm -hmm. and then try to talk about other things. You know, it's a little bit trickier because it's not like you're interacting with so many people that you have a lot of other stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are things to talk about. And that really saved, I thought, that connection that we had been working on for so long before COVID. Um, But yeah, it really was. But you didn't realize it in the beginning. But now that it's turned into more of a marathon, this COVID thing, you really need to you, you really need to prioritize that. And it kind of helps that we're working in separate places of the house mm-hmm. um, during the day because then we're not really into each other's spaces. And I know that like being on top of each other when you're working is, has also been difficult. Um, but thankfully, <laughs> but thankfully we're able to like, well, especially now that I'm homeschooling, but now we're able to be like in different parts and that helps as well. Because then, you know, when you see each other at night, it's like, oh, I haven't seen you all day, you know? Yeah, you got stuff to talk about. You got stuff to talk about, yeah. Uh, Josephine, you had mentioned um, that you, do you suffer from anxiety or you, you just are an anxious person? Yeah, and I am just, my whole life, I've always been a very anxious person. I was always able to control it through just like self-talk is a lot of what I did. And then I did some therapy with it. And this was all before discovering meditation, which is why, you know, my friend kept pushing the whole idea of meditation. And then lo and behold, I found a way for it to work for me. So it definitely has taken the pressure off with with my anxiety, for sure. Well, I would say that the, the anxiety as a subject matter has increased drastically over the years. Depression, anxiety, it's, it's now become common conversations that people are – not completely common, but I would say more common than in years past. Would you say that of the treatment that you're doing, meditation has been – and I know you kind of just touched on it, but meditation has been a massive contribution to your limiting the anxiety that you experience? Yes, absolutely. Because it's given me different strategies for for coping with the anxiety. And then the other benefit is knowing when it's it's presenting itself, right? Because with meditation, it gives me an ability to really tune in and understand how I'm feeling because I'm able to sort of quiet the noise of life and what's happening and, and really see like, okay, I'm not feeling good right now, or I'm feeling, my head's feeling kind of like busy. And and so with the gift of meditation, I'm able to figure out, okay, what is it that I really need? Do I need something quiet? Do I need something guided? Do I need some music? Do I just need to breathe right now? And slowing down and stopping and learning how to uh, breathe, you do use different techniques has really, really helped with the onset of anxiety. As someone who lives in Ontario, Canada, how would someone, is this something you do online now? Is this something you do in person? Like, what does an experience look like to sit down and go through a, what do you call it? A, would you even call it a therapy session? Yeah, no, I call it a class or, or I do workshops. But, you know, pre-COVID, I was doing them in person. I was doing corporates. Mm-hmm. Everything was in person. And then, then COVID happened. And to look on the bright side of things... Yes, now I have to do them all on Zoom, but I also get to reach a lot more people now because sure. now it's not just 
set to LA. And so what it looks like is, you know, when you book with me, if it's a private session or even a workshop, they're all on Zoom and I send you some music and then you get to tell me what's happening with you and what you need. So for example, some, you know, very common is I'm really stressed out. I need to relax. I'm feeling really anxious and overwhelmed. And then we do a meditation that I tailor to that, to those topics, to whatever it is that you're feeling in the moment. For many others, for example, with a lot of my infertility like clients, mm-hmm. they're feeling <clears throat> like their self-confidence is shot. Mm-hmm. They feel like failures. They feel so alone and isolated. And so we'll work on things that are empowering and strengthening for them. And so essentially I am coaching them through that session because I'm speaking to them and I'm allowing them moments of silence, but I'm also coaching them in that moment, really. And Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I feel like so chill. I was like high strong before we got here and now I'm just like, <sighs> I'm actually breathing. <laughs> so so Josephine, what would you say is your avatar? Like if you were to say one or two people that fit the perfect description of who you would love to be coaching and training and, and working through these workshops with, what would that look like for you? Uh, mine would be, I love teaching parents. And I love teaching people who are trying to conceive because the whole parent thing, I'm doing it right now with the five different ages and with the infertility clients, I was doing that for our journey was 13 years long. And so I know exactly how they're feeling and, you know, it's all different. Everyone's situation is different, but I get the loneliness. I get the feelings of failure and I get like just how frustrating it is. So I know exactly what they need to hear. And I feel like I'm able to pay it forward and help someone else not feel so alone by giving, you know, giving them the benefit of this meditation session. Would you also put um, like along with infertility, Quite a few friends of mine actually recently have just gone through a miscarriage. Do you Mm. think that that would be a separate meditation or could that also be kind of in infertility because it's um, kind of connected to me? Yeah, no, many of the women who are doing infertility have all had miscarriages, myself included. You know, I, I get that we lost twins in the second trimester Mm -hmm. and, um, it's all just intertwined. There's that feeling of loss and that grief. And it's great to explore that and sort of let go of that. Like that's one right. of the big uh, meditations that people often request is this idea of letting go because right. we're holding on to things like Ryan's holding on to his breath or yeah. <laughs> we're holding on to emotions or, or holding on to this feeling that you have to be right. We're always holding on to something. Um, so Josephine, where, where would you want people to go find you if they were interested in booking a class or even just learning a little bit more about you or your types of um, workshops and meditation? Yeah, my website is jatlurie.com, J-A-T-L-U-R-I. And on Instagram, it's Josephine R. Atlurie. And so on the website, there are a lot of free video meditations and you can sign up for a private session or a workshop. I have an infertility workshop coming up. And then on Instagram, you get to see all the crazy kiddos and mm-hmm. my advice on how to just chill out during all the day-to-day stuff. 
perfect. That was amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh, it's such a pleasure. I love talking to both of you. I appreciate it. And I, I promise you, Josephine, I'm going to pay more attention to my breath. Awesome. I can't believe Yay. your kids haven't interrupted. Like, I was just waiting for one one kid to be like, ma'am. And then you'd be like, I'm waiting for our kids who have been sleeping for an hour to come in and interrupt this. Seriously. I really appreciated the opportunity. It was so great talking to both of you. Thank you. Have a great night. You too. Bye. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Beerley and I'm Jennifer Chaikin and we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of The Therapy Group and hosts of The Shrink Chicks Podcast. Every week we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psychobabble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you, because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. 